Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Ram Goldar and today Mosechus Kedushin Daf Nun Dal. The second parakeh Ishma Kadesh. The Zichud Mosechus Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the details we're going to focus on. Number one says that Rav Mir always holds that hektish becomes chulin in a transaction, even where the parties were unaware of its status. Therefore, he disagreed with Rabbi Yochanan's explanation of Rabbi Mir's position that Kedushin made mistakenly with hektish is invalid because one or both party would not have been willing to use it and explains that the mission is discussing Kedushin with Kassel's Kohunich Lobalu, tunics of Kohanim which were not worn out and are fit for a voda. However, Nitna Lahanas Behan, since they were given for Kohanim to benefit from them, Lafishu Nitna Torah Lamalche Asharis, because the Torah was not given to ministering angels, since it's impossible to avoid benefiting from the garments after completing their avoda, since the removal requires time, the original Kedusha includes an allowance for unintentional benefit, and they do not become Chulun. Since they remain hectic, Kedusha made unwittingly with these garments is invalid. Ryuta disagrees and holds that although the unavoidable benefit from the tunics after a vote is permitted, all other benefit is prohibited and does render them chuan. Therefore, he holds Kedushin made mistakenly with them is valid. Point number two, in the Bishon Duff, Nun Beis Amabes, Ramirez said that Kedushin with Meiser Shani is never valid because he holds Meiser Mamun Gavoa. Meiser Shani is divine property and is not owned by the man. The Gemara says the Halacha falls with Ramirez in this ruin because an anonymous Mishnah follows his opinion. Beishamai says that Kim Ravai, a fourth-year vineyard, does not require paying an additional fifth when redeeming it, as Maishu Shani does. And Beishamai says Kim Ravai does require paying an extra fifth. Beishamai says that Kim Ravai is subject to the lacha of Peret and Olelos, certain grapes which are left for the poor from personal vineyards. But Beishamai says Kul Gus, all but goes to the wine press, because Beishamai's opinion is that Kim Ravai, like Maishu Shani, is divine property and exempt from Peret and Olelos. The Gemara explains that Basil derives from a Gezer Shabbat of Kodesh Kodesh to equate Kamravai with Meiser Shani, and Beishamai does not. This proves Basil holds that Meiser Shani itself is Mamun Kavoa, and therefore not subject to Peret and Eleos, and Basil's view is equal to an anonymous Mishnah. And point number three, after several attempts to show anonymous Mishnayas, following Rebuta's opinion that Meiser Shani is considered the grower's personal property, are deflected, a Mishnah is presented which does. Masha Chemenu Meiser Basel, if one drew the Meiser Shani of his friend near, to acquire it while it was worth a sella, while he speak with Doso Adcha Ahmed Bishtaim, but did not manage to redeem it and simultaneously pay for it until it was worth two. No sincella, Mistaka Basella, he pays his friend a sella and profits a sella because he acquired it at the time of Mashiach, and the Miser is his. The Gemara argues that if this Mishnah followed Rabbi Meir, he would have to pay its current value of two slime because the Torah says about all divine property, he shall give the money and then it shall become his, but not through Mashiach. The Gemara concedes that this anonymous Mishnah follows Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that Meister Shani is personal property, but the Halacha follows Rabbi Meir because an anonymous Mishnah in Adios, the most authoritative Masechta, follows his opinion. So once again, the three points are number one. Rav says that Rabbi Meir always holds that Hektish becomes Chulun in a transaction, even where the parties were unaware of its status. Therefore, he disagreed with Rabbi Yochanan's explanation of Rabbi Meir's position that Kedushin made mistakenly with Hektish is invalid because one or both party would not have been willing to use it, and explains that the Mishnah is discussing Kedushin with Kassel's Kohunich Lobalu, tunics of Kohanim which were not worn out and are fit for a voda. However, Nitna Lahanas Behan, since they were given for Kohanim to benefit from them, Lafishu Nitna Torah Lamalche Asharis, because the Torah was not given to ministering angels, since it's impossible to avoid benefiting from the garments after completing their avoda, since the removal requires time, the original Kedushin includes an allowance for unintentional benefit, and they do not become Chulun. Since they remain hectic, Kedushin made unwittingly with these garments is invalid. Ryuta disagrees and holds that although the unavoidable benefit from the tunics after a voda is permitted, all other benefit is prohibited and does render them chuan. 
Therefore, he holds Kedushin made mistakenly with them is valid. Point number two, in the Bishon Duff, Nun Beis Amma Beis, Rukmeir said that Kedushin with Meiser Shani is never valid because he holds Meiser Mamun Gavoa. Meiser Shani is divine property and is not owned by the man. The Gemara says the Halacha follows Rukmeir in this ruin because an anonymous Mishnah follows his opinion. Beishamai says that Kim Ravai, a fourth year vineyard, does not require paying an additional fifth when redeeming it, as Meiser Shani does. And Beishol says Kim Ravai does require paying an extra fifth. Beishamai says that Kim Ravai is subject to the halacha of Peret and Olelos, certain grapes which are left for the poor from personal vineyards. But Beishol says Kulul Gus all but goes to the wine press because Beishol's opinion is that Kim Ravai, like Meiser Shani, is divine property and exempt from Peret and Olelos. The Gemara explains that Beisil derives from a Gezer Shabbat of Kodesh Kodesh to equate Kam Ravai with Meiser Shani, and Beishamai does not. This proves Beisil holds that Meiser Shani itself is Mamun Kavoa, and therefore not subject to Peret and Eleos, and Beisil's view is equal to an anonymous Mishnah. And point number three, after several attempts to show anonymous Mishnayas, following Rebuta's opinion that Meiser Shani is considered the grower's personal property, are deflected, a Mishnah is presented which does. Masha Chemenu Meiser Basel, if one drew the Meiser Shani of his friend near, to acquire it, what was worth a sella, will he speak with Doso Adsha Ahmed Bishtaim, but did not manage to redeem it and simultaneously pay for it until it was worth two? No sincella, Mistaka Basella, he pays his friend a sella and profits a sella because he acquired it at the time of Mashiach, and the Miser is his. The Gemara argues that if this Mishnah followed Rabbi Meir, he would have to pay its current value of two slime because the Torah says about all divine property, he shall give the money and then it shall become his, but not through Mashiach. The Gemara concedes that this anonymous Mishnah follows Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that Meister Shani is personal property, but the Halacha follows Rabbi Meir because an anonymous Mishnah in Adios, the most authoritative Masechta, follows his opinion. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daphnin Dalad, and our standard Simmon is a noodle, and we often use a pasta chef in the Simmon. So here goes. The pasta chef, who thought he was being Makadish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his camera vive vineyard that was roped off from the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, where one was redeeming his friend's Meister Shaney at the same lower price as when he did Mashiach with it. Once again, it's a motion. The pasta chef, pasta chef, that must be more enough. Nindalit, noodle. The pasta chef, who thought he was being Makadish woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, which reminds us the Gemara discusses whether Kedushin made inadvertently with Kasna kahuna. Kahanim's tunics is valid. Rav explains that they were given to Kahanim to benefit from, with Fishua Nitna Torah Lamalchi Asharis, because the Torah was not given to ministering angels, since it's impossible to avoid benefiting from the garments after completing their voda, since the removal requires time. Their original Kedushin includes an allowance for unintentional benefit, and they do not become Khun. Since they remain hectic, made unwittingly with these garments is invalid. Review disagrees and holds that although the unavoidable benefit from the tunics after a vote is permitted, all their benefit is prohibited and does render them cool, and therefore he holds Kedushin made mistakenly with them is valid. So the pastor chef who thought he was being Makadish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his Kam Ravai vineyard that was roped off from the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, which reminds us that more brings the Malkokas of Kam Ravai is Mamun Gavoa and thereby not subject to Parrot and Olelos. So the pastor chef who thought he was being Makadish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his Kam Ravai vineyard that was roped off from the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, where one was redeeming his friend's Maishashani at the same lower price as when he did 
Mashiach with it, which reminds us, a mission is presented supporting Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that Meiser Shani is considered the grower's personal property. Mashal Chemenu Meiser himself one drew the Meiser Shani of his friend Nir to acquire it, while it was worth a seller, but didn't manage to redeem it and simultaneously pay for it until it was worth two. He pays his friend a seller and profits a seller because he acquired it at the time of Mashiach and the Meiser is his. The Gemara concedes that this anonymous mission follows Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that Meiser Shani is personal property, but the Lacha follows Rabbi Yehuda that it's Mammon Gavot because an anonymous mission and Adios, the most authoritative Masechta, follows his opinion. So once again, the pastor chef who thought he was being Makanish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his camera vi vineyard that was roped off in the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, where one was redeeming his friend's Maishashani at the same lower price as when he did Mashiach with it. Alright, so now it's time for Four Blatbach Hazara. Daf Nun. So the Simran Daf Nun is a non-stop flight. So here goes. The man who wants to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop aliyah flight, non-stop flight? That must be on Duff. None. The man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop aliyah flight to Israel was cancelled, which reminds us the Gemara relates that a man sold his possessions with the intention of moving to Eretz Israel, but did not mention this at the time of sale. He was ultimately prevented from going and wanted to retract the sales. Rabbi said, His thoughts are intentions in his heart. And unexpressed intentions in the heart are not considered binding intentions. The Gemara seeks a source for this principle. So the man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop aliyah flight to Israel was cancelled, was told by the buyer that he had already given them away as bridal gifts, which reminds us the third mission the Dove teaches, that if some was Makadish for less than a pruta and afterwards sent bridal gifts to the woman, she's still not married, because he sent them based on the original ineffective marriage and did not intend them as new Kedushan money. When someone sends bridal gifts before having attempted Kedushan, Rabuna says, We are concerned that the bridal gifts were intended as Kedushan. So, the man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop Aliyah flight to Israel was cancelled, was told by the buyer that he had already given them away as bridal gifts before attempting Kedushan with two sisters, at the same time, which reminds us, the next mission states, Makadish Ish Ubito, one is Makadish a woman and her daughter simultaneously, or Isha Valchosa Kaachas, or a woman and her sister simultaneously, Enumukudashos, neither woman is married. This is based on Rabbi's principle, Koshe Enubaze whatever cannot take effect one after the other. Afil Babas Achas Eno, even when done simultaneously, it cannot take effect. Since marrying one woman makes subsequent Kedushin with the sister ineffective, so marrying both simultaneously does not affect any Kedushin. Daphnin Alv. So the simmer Daphnin Alv is a beaver because beavers gnaw. So here goes. The strange man in the diamond studded beaver pelt hat. Beaver pelt hat. That must be on Daphnin Alv. Gnaw. Beavers gnaw. The strange man in the diamond studded beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each kernel miser in 20% of his grain, which reminds us that one of the exceptions to the rule of Kosheinu Bazar Chazel of Hibabasachazeno is miser, since one can declare half of each grain miser. So the strange man in the diamond set of beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each kernel miser in 20% of his grain, was so delighted when he got the news by the beaver dam that his kedushin to one of two sisters was valid, which reminds us that we hold like a bye that kedushin she'in musun labia, such as marrying one of two sisters, the kedushin is valid. So the strange man in the diamond set of beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each kernel miser in 20% of his grain, was so delighted when he got the news by the beaver dam that his kedushin to one of two sisters was valid, that he he accepted the condition for one of his two daughters, intending his younger one because he did not want to abandon the condition money nor the mitzvah, which reminds us, if one married off one of his two daughters, we assume that it's the minor daughter, not the adult daughter, since a person will not abandon something from which he will benefit, such as the condition money, nor a mitzvah, which is incumbent upon him.
Dafnun Beis. So the Simran Dafnun Beis is a newbie to Yiddishkeit. So here goes. The newbie to Yiddishkeit. Newbie to Yiddishkeit? That must be more on Dafnun Beis. The newbie to Yiddishkeit with the diamond set of Kippa who had just come out of class about not using stolen goods for Kedushin, which reminds us, Rav said we can infer four laws from the previous Mishan Daf Nun Amabes, including Kitsch Begezel in Mukadesh. If one is Mekadesh, a woman with stolen goods, she's not married, a feel Begezel Dida, even with stolen goods, which are hers. So the newbie to Yiddishkeit with the diamond set of Kippa who had just come out of class about not using stolen goods for Kedushin. Witness the brewer tells employee that he should have used the company's stronger date remnants to be Makadish a woman, which reminds us. The more relates an incident which a brewer was Makadish a woman with date remnants belonging to his employer. When the employer realized, he said, why didn't you give her from the stronger remnants instead? Rubber ruled that his comment cannot be interpreted as approval, although it can be regarding Truma. Rav explains regarding the condition that the employer made his comment out of embarrassment not to allow his employee to keep the remnants as opposed to Truma, which he's obligated to separate. So the Nubiti Yiddish guy with a diamond set of kippah, who had just come out of a class about not using stolen goods for Kedushin, witnessed a brewer tell his employee that he should have used the company's stronger date remnants to be Makadish a woman, and that he was wise he didn't use his hectish on the table since it doesn't technically even belong to him, which reminds us, the next mission states, one is Makadish a woman, with his portion of meat from a carbon, whether it's Kachim Kachim or Kachim Kalim, the Kedushin is not valid because the meat is not his personal property and only his to eat. In a Bryce review, it says the Kedushin with carbon meat is valid, and the Gore explains that both opinions are based on one Pasuk. Yochan said a vote was taken which concluded that such Kedushin is invalid, but Rav says it remains a Machokas. Dafnun Gimel, so the Zimmer Dafnun Gimel is a Nigerian prince. So here goes. The Nigerian prince, Nigerian prince, that must be more duff, Nun Gimel. The Nigerian prince in the diamond-studded carriage on his way to see the temple, who was shocked to read that Kohanim could not trade their shares in various offerings, which reminds us that Bryce derives from a series of drushas that a cone can never divide his share of one carbon against another, meaning offering his portion in one carbon in exchange for his fellow's portion in another carbon. So the Nigerian prince in the diamond-studded carriage on his way to see the temple, who was shocked to read that Kohanim could not trade their shares in various offerings, overheard a woman tell a man she's unwilling to accept his kedushin that was unknowingly made use of my Shani money because of the effort to take it to Yerushalayim, which reminds us in the Mishnah Daf Nun based on the base Rimer taught that Kedushin made unknowing with Hektish is invalid. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Rabbi Yehuda had said that Kedushin made mistaken with Maizah Shani is invalid, and Rabbi Mer disagrees. Rabbi Yaakov reported hearing Rabbi Yochan explain that in one of these rulings, the woman would be unwilling to accept Kedushin with the item, had she known its status, and in the other, both parties are unwilling to affect Kedushin with it. However, Rabbi Yaakov was unsure which was said about which. Rabbi Yumri suggested regarding Maizah Shani, she's unwilling to accept Mishum Tircha de Orcha because of the effort of the journey to eat it in Yerushalayim, but the man would be willing to use it for Kedushin to acquire a wife easily. Both would be unwilling to use Hektish for Kedushin, thereby causing Hektish to become Chuan through them. Rabbi Yaakov was uncertain because the opposite could be argued. So the Nigerian prince in the diamond set a carriage on his way to see the temple, who was shocked to read that Kohanim could not trade their shares in various offerings, overheard a woman tell men that she's unwilling to accept the Kedushin that was unknowingly made using Rezashani money because of the effort to take it to Yerushalayim. After his first attempt at Kedushin made unknowingly using Hektish failed, with the money remaining meaning Hektish, which reminds us, Rav asked Rav Chista, according to Rav Mer, that Kedushin made unknowingly with Hektish is ineffective. Does the money become chuan through the attempted act of Kedushin? Rav Chista responded, Isha Amos Kadesha, since the woman is not married and the transaction was void, Maus Heoch Yetzul How could the money become chuan? All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which of the one, if one is Makadish woman with stolen goods, even with stolen goods, which are hers, the Kedushin is invalid, that's on Duff. 
None base. Good number two. Which of the when the Meister Shani can be redeemed at its original value when Mashiach was done? That's on Dav. None Dalad. Good number three. Which of the when when a brewer tells an employee that he should have been Makash the woman with stronger remnants, it's not considered approval for the employee using the other remnants to be Makash the woman? That's on Dav. None base. Good number four. Which stuff that we learn that we hold like a buy that Kedushin Shein Masun Labia, such as marrying one of two sisters, is valid? That's on Dav. None off. Good number five. Which stuff do we have Makokas of a Kedushin made inadvertently with a Cohen's tunic is valid? That's on Dav. None dollars. Good number six. Which of the one that one would not want to accept Meister Shani money as Kedushin money because of the Tircha to take it up to Yerushalayim? That's on Dav. None gemel. Good number seven. Which stuff of a case where a jeweler added a gemstone of his own onto gold that a woman gave him? That's on Dav. Memchas. Good number eight. Which of the one the Kohanim are not allowed to exchange portions in their offerings? That's on Dav. Nun Gimel. Good number nine. Which stuff do Machogas if camera vai is Mam Gavoa regarding it being subject to parrot and Olelos? That's on Dav. Good number ten. Which stuff do you learn that when one is Makadash a woman with meat from his carbon, the Kedushin is invalid? That's on Dav. Nun Beis. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Gold from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.